since you're better with one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Hi, I'm Cadence. And I'm Alexa. And we are Something, Something Sinister, Sinister Podcast. Podcast. Sorry, I was like speeding yeah, through I know. She made me like rush, but we are Something Sinister Podcast, not just her. God. <laughs> and we are Something Sinister Podcast. I said it first. Oh, we're not even recording. Wait, are we? Wow, that's going to be really complicated for me, but I've got it. Yeah, you better figure your shit out. Okay. So I need a new producer. <laughs> new, a new producer, editor, all of that shit. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't like that it's not following my thing, so I can't watch the sound. Oh, well. Um, anyways. Sorry. <laughs> I'm good. Guys, we're getting our shit together here. Live, yeah, live. Um, we just we're in the same clothes. Yeah, three weeks in a I row. I told you we weren't changing. No, we're dedicated. Yeah, to never showering. Right, and uh, it's amazing. My makeup still looks this good after all this time. But <laughs> here we are. No, but for real, we are doing. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Anyways, wow, this is a hot fucking mess episode. <laughs> we are back in. So part two, part two, part two, we just Alexa, if you didn't check out part one, go watch episode 53. We talked about the history of um, mi- what? No, it's 54. You wrote 53. No, go watch 53 to get a background no. on what we're doing today. No, our what? Virgo episode was 53. Oh, okay, so that was 54. 54. So this is so 55. <laughs> okay, sorry. Wow. Um, we're okay. Everything's oh fine. Gosh. We're not in danger. Um, so go watch episode 54 mm-hmm. because we talk about the history of mental asylums and how they've evolved and yes. what the treatments were back in those times versus now and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's so interesting. So what we wanted to include in all this where the kind of true crime aspect comes in is what does it mean to plead insanity mm-hmm. is it a lesser sentence what is what like what was the purpose yeah. of that when how is the start? punishment like stuff um, like that and something we dabbled in in the last episode is how much we still don't know about mental health so yeah. when did this whole pleading insanity like how did they measure that when they really didn't know a whole lot back then but right. um so that's what we're going to get into. Do you want to do the disclaimer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So disclaimer, our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed was found on the Internet. Google. Keep Cornell. in mind. Cornell. Uh, keep in mind, we're going to talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences, viewer and listener. Discretion is advised. And for this episode, just like the last one, we're not doing a drinking yeah. word. We're sipping on some tequila pomegranate spritzers still. Yep. yep. And uh, they're delicious. So just pick a word and drink every time drink you hear along. it. So um, I pulled from a number of sources very very reputable sources like cornell law psychology today findlaw.com and pbs so i'll try to give credit to each of those but first off let's start with what does it mean to plead insanity Mm -hmm. um the sanity Mm -hmm. defense or reason of insanity right so does it truly mean you are insane does it mean that Mm -hmm. we're gonna find out because this is now an educational podcast it is so Cornell Law School, um, 
says this in an insanity defense the defendant admits the the action they they said yes i did i did this but asserts a lack of culpability based on mental illness so i did that x happened hmm. because of y or okay whatever the mathematical equation is <laughs> that that part was also on cornell <laughs> So, quote unquote, reason of insanity is a full defense to a crime and is the same as pleading not guilty, which I thought was interesting. That's fascinating. Because I definitely thought you're yeah. saying I did it. But I was insane. But, but as Dr. Phil At would the say, time, anytime I you say crime, but, but it's a lie. It means forget everything I just said. Here's yep. what I really mean. Right. So um, there is a thing called diminished capacity. Um, which means you're pleading to a lesser crime mm -hmm. used to prove against the intent of committing the crime. So like, yes, I shot that guy, but I was aiming for the, the leg the leg, or like I was out <clears throat> practicing on a gun range or whatever. So right. you're anyways. So I've never heard of diminished capacity, but that's what it hmm. is. So if you're deemed legally incompetent, you cannot stand trial. That means not having the ability to rationally communicate with your attorneys mm. or understand the nature of yeah. the proceeding against you. So right. you wouldn't understand why you're there. You wouldn't be able to communicate properly with your attorneys. To right. Be like, this is why this happened. So you don't understand the crime. You don't understand right. the trial. So exactly. You're basically like, what? Okay. Yeah. So insanity needs to be seen as something very specific, which makes it very hard to use since obviously that's hard to define. Mm -hmm. Like, what mm -hmm. is that? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. You can. Anyways. Okay. So find law. This came from them. It is the least used and least successful defense strategy. That's interesting. It is interesting because you would think that yeah. anybody that commits a crime has some sort of mental illness. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the serial killers that we talk about, they try to say that they were mentally ill right. or plead insanity. They're like, oh, well, I don't remember what I did, you know, at this time or I blacked out. So yeah. that's fascinating. So your timeline started when with mental asylums? In like 1700s. Oh, well, basically. well, with the asylums, the first physical asylum was in the 1700s in the U.S. OK, gotcha. But my timeline of treatment started back in like fifth century yeah. B.C., like way far back. Yeah. So as far as the testing analysis, that entire timeline, we're going to take it back to 1581. Okay. So a couple hundred years before the first mental facility. Mm -hmm. So courts wanted to establish a law for people who understood good from evil okay. and people who didn't. They're like this person. And it, you, I guess you can kind of think of that as a mental illness. Like, did they understand what they were hmm. doing? Did they know that that was wrong? Just put back in like probably a simpler, more religious time. Okay. So. William Lombardi, he was a writer on legal subjects, wrote, quote, if a madman or a natural fool or a lunatic in the time of his lunacy does kill a man, this is no felonious act, for they cannot be said to have any understanding will. Wow. It's a wow. very poetic way. <laughs> so basically you're saying if they kill someone, they don't they don't know why they did it or they don't. Yes. They don't know what happened. Yes. If, so he is claiming that anybody who murdered somebody is mentally ill. Right. Essentially. Yes. So or and they really shouldn't be held 
accountable. accountable. It's not yeah. felonious yeah. because they didn't understand good from evil. So it's kind of interesting, but we're going to fast forward a bit mm. to the 18th century. So between 1700 and 1800 kind of fits in with your timeline. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> British courts established what they called the wild beast test. And again, these names, guys, we talked what? about that with her insane yeah. asylums. Like these yeah. names are fantastic. Wow. Wild beast test. If a defendant was so bereft of sanity that he understood the ramifications of his behavior no more than in an infant, a brute, or a wild beast, blah, 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 blah. So basically saying the same thing that wow. William Lombardi did mm-hmm. is like if you have the brain of a child right. or you're a wild animal in nature right. that you don't have the understanding. The mental capacity to understand <clears throat> what you just said. Yeah, it's kind of an out. Yeah. So, um, it is kind of crazy that they recognize, I think it's kind of crazy they recognize this, like, so far back in the so day. So early yeah. on. Yeah. So, so early on. This is where we get into our first, there's several types of ways, again, testing and analysis of pleading insanity and the first sort of, there, and guys, there's honestly more than this, but these are the main ones, mm-hmm. the M. Naughton rule. In 1843, so we're going to call him Daniel M. Because I hate saying his last name. <laughs> M. Naughton. Would you say M. Naughton or M. Naughton? M. Naughton. Okay, M. Naughton. He attempted to assassinate the prime minister, thinking the, that the prime minister was conspiring or against, mm. against him. And so due to Daniel's psychosis, he was acquitted. And this whole thing started with... Pleading insanity. Wow. Like he was actually acquitted. And this was 1843. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So crazy that it happened. Um, It was not. So this original rule for pleading insanity was not meant um, as an argument for somebody to be found not guilty or for somebody to receive a lesser punishment. It was just kind of to distinguish like we might be dealing with some diseases and some illness yeah yeah something different yes so and again relating back to her episode of what the asylums were like back in that time i think i would have rather have gone to prison 100 percent 100 percent um there were two objects objectives of the m naughton rule and so if the person is capable or incapable of knowing what they're doing when they committed the crime Mm mm-hmm and then knowing if they knew what they were doing was quote unquote wrong. Mm-hmm. So this is still the again eighteen forty three, and this is still the main standard in the wow. U.S. and the U.K. Even though there's a ton of gray area mm-hmm. and there is a shit ton of debate. Yep. So that mainly goes against. This all comes down to like logistics it really does and and like the word wrong or wrongfulness yeah is wrong moral or is wrong legal right so right that's where all of this is going to become a problem and i will say too like that is still something today you know oh for sure because like is wrong moral or is wrong legal take like smoking weed yeah That, that goes from state to state city to city um country to country it's like there are people who think that that is still a highly illicit drug and then there's people who think it's medicinal and the best thing on this earth so it kind of comes down to like what is moral and what is legal yeah wow 
Um, then we have an eight around 1881. So this is um, about 40, 40 years, years later. later. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's the DFIC. I hope I'm saying that right. Or D- defect um degree Mm. doctrine Mm. so the belief that god or a higher power made you do it so think so going back to like the possession yes demon possession so like in cases like son of sam Mm. Mm -hmm. obviously this was way before son of sam and he was just a liar but like he was saying that the dog that was possessed by the devil told him to kill people. Right. Thus, he listened to the demon possessed dog. And so yeah. it's like putting yeah. that on someone else. But this is um, very popular in this time, wow. which is demon possession, religion battles, mm-hmm. all of this. But there was a doctrine at some point that was like, well, no, this is it. This God is the rhyme or reason. Yep. Yeah. So, wow. Give it to God. Yeah. So then we have, um, we're going to fast forward a little bit, mid-1900s, early to mid-1900s. We have the irresistible impulse, also known as the policeman at the elbow rule. Hmm. So this focuses on individuals' ability to control themselves. So it's not, it's not about knowing right from wrong or mental illness or defect. This test is obviously criticized for lack of scientific findings okay so here's what the example they gave was is uh, the whole policeman at the elbow thing would the defendant have committed the crime even if there was a policeman standing at his elbow so okay putting people to the test like did you do it because you think you wouldn't get caught or did you do it because you physically emotionally whatever cannot control yourself that makes sense it would be a mental illness okay Wow, yes. that's fascinating. Which at the end of this episode, we are going to go over the official list, or, or at least like the main official list of mental illnesses. And so I'll just give you a spoiler alert. Like OCD is on that list. Obsessive compulsive disorder is on that wow. list. So things like this kind of sound like, whoa, yeah. that's stupid. But like OCD is considered like a mental disease or defect mm-hmm. and or a mental disorder. Right, right. And you, it's an impulse control issue. Wow. So that's fascinating crazy. stuff. Yeah, crazy to think about. Yeah. Then we have the Durham rule or the product test in the 1950s. So this is about the time of like electric shock therapy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, this what they wanted this to be a progressive reinstatement of the M. Naughton rule. So, quote, um, that an accused is not criminally responsible in his unlawful act. Uh, uh, if or sorry, if his unlawful act was the product of mental disease or mental defect. So this rule focuses less on legality and more on scientific psychological evaluations and evidence. So they're like, you know, what you did was wrong, Mm -hmm. but we are going to get down to what the professionals think. And you would think this is great. No, it's not great. But we're shocking the fuck out of people in basements. We are. So we're thinking that, you know, this is going to cure them. Right. And we see that it clearly did not. Exactly. So this Durham Mm. rule utilizes expert testimony, professional opinions, but is criticized because it's very conclusive. Very. They were like, 
yep, this is it. But the issue with that is you eliminate your jury. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason to have a jury's opinion if no. a medical doctor comes in and says they're insane. He has um, bipolar disorder, so that ensued rage, and right. thus he stabbed his wife to death, or whatever the case is. Right. And so it's so like there's okay, well, then no what's argument. Our job? Yeah. yeah. Like why are we here? Exactly. So yeah. we can't have that happen. Mm-mm. So. Um, the profession, and there was also the issues, like obviously professionals finding different things. Like again, mental health, even to this day is very highly debated for sure. So, um, judging what a mental disease is or a defect and it's just overall, even though their findings are conclusive, like you could have different doctors with different opinions. And so it was overall very inconclusive for sure. And it still is very inconclusive. So we're talking about the 1950s. Yeah. And think about it as a jury. Yeah. Like you're sitting there and they bring in one medical professional that says, okay, this guy has schizophrenia. Yeah. And this is X, Y, Z, Y. But then you bring in another medical professional that's like, this guy doesn't have schizophrenia and it's because X, Y, Z. Right. And so you're sitting there as a jury, like, do you just pick whatever story you like better? Right. You're like, well, who who is credible? Like, who do I go with? Who do I trust? Yes. Yeah, so, so it makes sense why. Yeah. So while didn't... it's conclusive, it's completely inconclusive. Yes. And so this was not a good thing. Right. So defendants could be found not guilty by reason of insanity, even though they knew it was wrong, hmm. even though they understood the process and their actions. Wow. So in the end, it was rejected by 22 states. And instead, federal judges ruled in favor of what we call the model penal code, which we're going to talk about next. Okay. So, model penal code, 1972, so a little over 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Um again, created for modernization. They're like, Jesus Christ, can we get away from 1843 yeah. and create something that's They're a little like, more modern? Yeah. We're, Things we're, have changed. Times we have out changed. here in the street with ice pick lobotomies, okay? Yeah. Like and we are in the 70s, <laughs> prime serial killer time. Yes. Like we need something developed stat. We need to figure this shit out okay. right now. So, quote, a defendant is not responsible for criminal conduct where they as a result of mental disease or defect did not process a substantial capacity either to appreciate, important word, I put it in bold, the criminality of his conduct or to conform his conduct to the requirements of the law. So let me break that down. So the word appreciate is super important. It's broad, Uh but it's complex. Right. So when we appreciate something, does that mean that we like it? Does that mean that we just see the value in it? Do we, you know, there's a lot... So, but it it was the whole point of all this. So this basically allows legislatures mm-hmm. to choose yep. between criminal yep. and wrongfulness. Right. So did he, when you ask your murderer, did he appreciate what happened? It's right. like, are you asking him? Did he get him, off on it? Are, yeah. Or, are you asking him? Yeah. Hey, is what you did wrong or is what you did criminal? Yeah. And like, sure. I mean, did you like what you did or do you not like what you did? Right. Yeah. And then I guess it's kind of like the judge has to decide, am I going to do this based on because it's criminal or because right. it was wrong? wrong? But then is it wrong because of my personal beliefs or yeah. my religion or is it yeah. wrong because it's 
criminal. Right. It's legal. So anyways, yeah, guys, follow along here. Right. I <laughs> listen in the last episode, I talked mm. about freaking using like synonym terms and like, what does this mean? And this is broken down into the easiest thing, but it all comes down to these little tiny legal words. Right. So it really does. I mean, basically that saying like, did he like what he did? Mm-hmm. Or does he have remorse? Yeah. But then yeah. when you use terms like remorse, remorse, then you're like, okay, but is this a moral issue? Right. Because I'm How sure, do I know if this is a mental issue? Well, okay. So think about it in the matter of, let's say, um, someone breaks into your house mm-hmm. and you shoot them and kill them. I know this is getting out of the way of mental illness, but like example, you shoot yeah. them and kill them. And it's like, but in this kind of setup, do you feel remorse? Well, fucking no. Yeah. They were breaking into my house. And right. so then it's like, Okay, but so you don't feel remorse so for taking a so life. So you don't appreciate, yeah, the the the, the what you did. Like right. you don't appreciate those actions, and it's right. like that word is just not a good word to no. use. No, terrible, terrible word. Right. Okay, so fast forward just a few years, 1981. John Hinckley. I hope I say that right. John Hinckley Jr. attempts to assassinate President Reagan, mm-hmm. a Secret Service agent, a Washington policeman, a press mm-hmm. secretary, um, all because he wanted to impress who else? Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. So he is quoted by saying um, Jodie Foster, the great, it would be the greatest love offering in the history of the world. At one time, Miss Foster was a star and I was the insignificant fan. Now everything has changed. I am Romeo and she is Juliet. So basically she was famous, yep. more famous than me, but I'm going to assassinate the president. Yeah. So I am on Jodie Foster's level. Yes. That way I can get famous. So clearly we're dealing with a very sane and logical person. You would think. You would think. So he was found not guilty by Mm. reason of insanity and people flipped absolute shit. As they should. Yes. They were like, absolutely absolutely not. not. Mm -mm. You are going to get away with attempting to murder all these people including the president including of the, the president. united states and guys, for I mean, we're status talking about the 80s for clout like yeah what and you're gonna say well i'm i'm crazy because i did it because of this quote of him quoting saying like i'm sure there was more evidence to this guy being crazy right but basically the public saw this as a loophole in the justice system and yep time for another reform yep so we go through this whole process of like trying to fix all of this shit and we come up with the Comprehensive Crime Control Act in 1984. Mm. So this is what you hear in like all the movies, yep. all that crap yep. that defendant must prove by quote clear and convincing evidence that at the time of the commission of the acts constituting the the, the offense, the defendant as a result of a severe mental illness or sorry, severe mental disease or defect, was it unable to appreciate the yep. nature and quality or the wrongfulness of his acts? Appreciate. I still hate that word. Like, right. I think that's such a terrible word to use. But basically, we went right. back to the Imnaten rule yeah. once again. Yeah. 1843. We and really we're like, did. is what you did you know what you were doing? Yeah. And did you know what you were doing was, was wrong? wrong. Yep. And 
in my opinion, that's a that's like the best way to look at it. Yeah, I, I would say it's the best way to look at it. And it's the best way to judge, you know, what exactly was going on in their mind during the time of the crime. However, what is stopping a person from lying well, about it? That's where you kind of combine everything we talked about. It's like mm-hmm. you do need expert. You need witness testimony. You do. To say, um, I saw this guy fucking talking to his mailbox every morning. Right. Uh, this guy has posters of Jodie Foster plastered right. all over his apartment. Right. And so I think there's ways to prove yeah, you also that you have live this life. Yeah. And there's also things like the McDonald triad that we talk about, you right. know, with serial killers. Well, did they harm animals or kill animals? Did they have other symptoms, including... Yeah you know, arson or fire setting or wetting the bed or did they harm other people as children or, you know, what exactly had happened. So uh, to an an extent, I understand the CCCA, but it's like, it's such a gray area whenever people plead insanity. It's like, because we have come to find that a lot of people that pled insanity, Mm -hmm. the only reason why they did it was because they thought that they were going to get less of punishment than if they would have gone to a regular prison. Exactly. And as you heard in my episode, that was not the case. Exactly. And it doesn't always mean pleading not guilty. Well, it's not guilty by reason of insanity, but you right. still, it doesn't mean you walk out of the courts a free no. person. No. You're placed in these hospitals that are very For the rest prison-like. of your life. And as we, like, we, we've heard of, there was another case, and I'm forgetting the name, where the guy did plead, he, he won, the, won the whole insanity defense. Mm-hmm. And he spent, like, 50 plus years in one of these torturous asylums. Right. And it's like he tried to backtrack on it. Like he was one of those people that faked his way through. He completely tried to backtrack and was like, fuck this. Yeah. Like this is awful. Right. And and obviously I'm not saying like not all prisons or whatever are just like the worst thing or not all of these asylums are just like the worst awful thing. But um, it, it it does not mean that you're getting away with it. It just means no. you are incapable of truly understanding why you what's did going what you on. did. Yeah. There's also the matter. So when they do say, I thought I, this is where I kind of like the word appreciate the nature and quality Yeah, is <clears throat> the planning period. For sure. That's a good way of telling it. And that's strongly used. You probably yeah. see that in the movies too, where it's yeah. like, if you planned this out, if mm-hmm. you took more, because a lot of these mental illnesses happen in the heat of the moment or For like sure. coming down or coming off of like a medication um, an episode or whatever. Or yeah. yeah. Um, like, like bipolar, for example, like you have these outbursts. Right. And then, but then, you know, you could be completely different yep. a couple hours later For or sure. the next day. For sure. So did, were these people planning up to this? Like right. how long did you take to yep. plan? How like brutal premeditated yeah. murders 
are like the sheer fire. You're not getting away with the insanity defense because right. you fucking plan this shit you, out. Yeah, you planned every step of the way. Yes. Every step of the way. It's like a wife hiring a hitman to murder her husband. Yes. And then trying to plan insanity. It's like, yeah. but you hired a hitman. Yeah, because again, to plead insanity, you have to not understand what you did. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you don't understand what you did, but you understood looking someone up and paying them ten thousand dollars explain how you want this shit done and then just going about your life right no no not buying it no so pleading insanity is incredibly difficult i think for the most part now um obviously there's going to be holes in all of this there's going to be people who probably are insane for sure that unfortunately don't get the treatment they they need because for sure they can disguise themselves or the courts just don't recognize that the jury doesn't recognize it but and i would also say too you know there's a lot of people who didn't even think about pleading insanity like i think about ed gein for example yeah like i feel like he could have easily pled insanity yeah especially eight people well Well, but i'm talking about like the whole situation with his mother and his upbringing and stuff like that so it's like you have people like that who have terrible, Absolutely. terrible, traumatic childhoods who could have easily pled insanity. Right. Or even like Ed Kemper, like his relationship with his mother. Yep. Like, man, but I the, forgot about Ed Kemper. Right. That's a crazy one. Crazy Ugh. story. But you think about people like that and you're like, okay, well, they were seriously like insane. Right. Like because of trauma that had happened in their lives. Right. Or, I mean, but then at this whole, like, planning out period, right? what about somebody who is just actually psychotic and right. that's part of the mental illness and they exactly. do plan shit out that's terrible. Right. Like, look at, like, I always refer back to the toy box killer. Yes. And keeping a shed full of torture instruments mm-hmm. um, basically is like your second home yeah. and you have a recording ready to go of what you're going to play to your victims and all this. But yeah. you cannot tell me that that guy wasn't fucking nuts. Yeah. Like you like like but, he was insane. There was something <clears throat> wrong. Absolutely. But right. So that being said, mm. we mention a lot that, you know, pleading insanity does not mean lesser punishment or no. less time or an easier sentence. Um, it, it, you're pleading not guilty, but that does not mean by any means that like no. you're getting off scotch free. So, um, we want to just to kind of dive deep into that, but I found this fascinating cause I'm like, well, like we talk about the testing and like how difficult that is, mm-hmm. but I, I was kind of like, well, could somebody like with depression plead like defense of insanity yeah. because yeah. like depression is such a large, like can have such a large scale. Right. So these are the disorders, defects, disease, illnesses by the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So that complete insanity. Yes. Wow. Or that at least are considered a mental Illness. disorder. Okay. So yeah. you can use these. Yeah. And, and there are a few more that didn't make the list because they're very similar to the ones I already listed. There was right. like a really long list. Okay. So um, autism. ADHD, bipolar, borderline personality disorder, DID or similar disorders, mm-hmm. uh, substance abuse disorder is yeah, listed it as a mental illness. Psychosis. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, major depression or anxiety or both. Mm. Eating disorders are considered wow. a mental illness. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I'm not arguing against it, but I did think yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. Um, OCD, panic disorder, PTSD, Tourette's. <gasps> wow. I didn't know Tourette's was a, men- a mental thing. Yeah, I didn't know disorder. either. But I guess like I mean, brain function sense. affects like yeah. your, your shit. So yeah. this is a quote from the National Alliance on Mental Health or on Mental <laughs> Illnesses website. Mm-hmm. I just I thought this was great so follow me on this a mental disease or disorder constituting legal insanity does not include disorders that result from acute voluntary intoxication or withdrawal from alcohol and drugs Mm. character defects psychosexual disorders or impulse control disorders wow it also does not include uh, momentary temporary conditions arising from the pressure of the circumstances moral decadence, depravity, or passion growing out of anger, jealousy, revenge, hatred, or other motives in a person who does not suffer from a mental disease. Wow. So I feel like... Like breaking that down. Oh my gosh, there's so much. There's so much. So basically, you cannot get wasted or like go get hopped up on coke and come down or be high on these drugs and say... Well, I have substance abuse disorder. Right. Like it's it's not an easy way out. Right. Right. Um, same goes into like sadomasochism. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot say that you have well, a mental. I'm into sadomasochism. Yeah. Um, it's a psychosexual thing or yeah. whatever. And yeah. like I accidentally fucking chopped her head off. <laughs> like you can't do that. Yeah, you can't say that that um, was the cause of the murder and I, the mental illness. Another like a character defect. A lot of people and I get it. Like I do the same thing like, oh, that person's a narcissist. But narcissism is an actual mm-hmm. personality disorder. Yeah, it is diagnosable. And while people can have traits of narcissism, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're a clinical narcissist narcissist. no so like when they say um it these disorders um like a character momentary temporary conditions arising from anger jealousy revenge stuff like all these things like basically there's like you can't just have some of these traits like you have to be like clinically diagnosed Mm -hmm. you can't say um i had a burst of anger oh i'm bipolar yeah, that's why I shot the guy. Right. So yeah, kind of. That's interesting. It's a deeper analysis on mental health. This yeah. made me feel a lot better about the plea against plea of insanity for sure. And I feel like reading that last part of it like makes me think of like Ed Kemper or even Ed Gein again. In that sense, it's like okay, well, were they acting on revenge, hatred, anger? Because if that's the case, then they weren't mentally ill. Right. But if you have trauma, right. like which, you have anger resulting from like PTSD, right. which I would say Ed Kemper absolutely severe absolutely. PTSD, yeah. Yeah. then it's kind of like, well, that wasn't like momentary right. anger, even right. though it happened in a moment, maybe like maybe yeah. you weren't angry two hours ago. But, yeah. But you're you have a He's reason. He's a mystery. Yeah, Ed Kemper's. That's a fucking awful one. Yeah. But 
anyways, that kind of it's it's still, though, even reading that, even mm-hmm. though it kind of like breaks it down. Um, There's still a huge mystery behind it all. Huge gray area. Yeah, because I think I thought the coolest thing out of all of this and it's kind of a duh but also when you're thinking about in a court situation mm-hmm. separating what is morally wrong but what is criminally and legally wrong right and it's I mean but then it's kind of like well didn't we base crimes off of morality yeah but also morality can mean yeah polar opposites from like one person to the next right but that's what law was invented for right. was order right law and public. order yeah so it's kind of like this like what came first chicken or the egg for real though for yeah. real so fascinating that is the history of pleading insanity and the insanity defense so if you guys mm. have any input or opinions on this like absolutely leave a comment because and yeah or I, if you have any not like personal personal yeah, if you've stories. ever pled um but if you get, know not of anybody by maybe, reason of insanity let maybe us know. yeah like if you know anybody that has and yeah. like we would love to hear the story absolutely and also please just know too that i tried to break this down in very simple terms so there is a lot yeah that is left out of this timeline and this these disorders and for sure and, we could totally, or I shouldn't say we, like, there are things that I probably interpreted slightly wrong. But that being said, like, if, um, yeah, like Alexa said, if you have had experience with this or obviously know someone, somebody, yeah, I, because it's a, apparently a very rare thing. I should have yeah. looked up the statistic. Yeah, it really is rare, especially anymore today. I would say yeah. it's rare. And this kind of goes back to us talking about people so many people having mental illnesses right so many people having that you know i mean everybody knows of somebody that has autism adhd bipolar substance abuse eating disorders depression anxiety panic disorder i mean we all know at least one person so if you think about that it's like okay wait no hold on you were being treated for anxiety you were being treated for depression so you can't say that this is what caused you to commit this murder. Well, then there's the issue, too, with were you being treated? Mm-hmm. Were you officially diagnosed with this? Like, I know right. a ton of people who have depression, anxiety, ADHD. Um, what else? PTSD. Panic disorder. Pan- that yeah. um, They're not medicated. Like, no. they don't see therapy. They deal with it in their own ways. So right. could that be used against you? Well... You weren't medicated. You weren't taking these steps. Yeah, you didn't talk to anybody. Or we didn't know that you had this. Would that be? Would that work in the defense's favor by right. saying I didn't know that I had this, but I do? Right. This is what like it's, it's such it's a way huge too complicated. mystery. Such it's, a mystery. It's so complicated, but yeah, fascinating to read about. Yes. Um, there are several YouTube videos you can also watch about like specific cases where mm. people you would think, oh, this guy is absolutely off the rails. He is going to win this defense of insanity and they don't. And then vice versa. You see people who you're like, this guy is fucking faking. And they're always guys. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. Uh, Where you see a person. Yeah. And you think, no, this is fake, 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 fake. And they're like, insanity. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like the balance of that is just wild. 
great story i'm glad we didn't keep this all in one episode i didn't think mine would last 40 minutes but yeah well it did she's got a yapper on her (laughs) okay cool well guys as always um we have our merch we haven't mentioned that in the past two episodes but i'm wearing our basically a detective shirt yeah and it's spooky season and these come in crewnecks and hoodies yeah it's starting to become finally time to get your hoodies and your fat clothes out. Yes. As I call them. I know. So the your best. boots, your leggings. And your oversized hoodies. And your infinity scarves. Yeah. Outside of our merch, I mean, of course, you know, download our episodes. Yes. Give us five-star reviews. Yes. Um, that's super helpful, especially on Spotify. We yeah. have a couple of haters. Yeah. Marty. Yeah. Marty is a hater. Marty is a hater. He said this podcast sucks. For anybody who just quick recap, because it's the end of the episode, just shut it off. You don't want to hear more. But on Spotify, you can ask questions per episode. And I was like, oh, this is a great idea. So yeah, I said, what Ed Gein movie or what Ed Gein inspired movie is your favorite? And yeah. Marty felt the need to put this podcast sucks. So <laughs> I'm curious to know what movie that is, because I've never heard of that being an Ed Gein movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe like, is it like the knockoff Texas Chainsaw Massacre? (laughs) Like that one that they tried to do, like the low budget movie? (laughs) Yes. I think that's the one. I think you're right. And it it did suck. Yeah, it sucks. It really um, did. But guys, um, it takes two seconds. Please go rate the podcast because people like fucking Marty got to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, right. And we don't even know who you are, Marty. Show yourself. (laughs) Show yourself. Show yourself. But you know what? This was a great short sinister yes. story. Not short, long. It was yeah. two episodes. We haven't done a part tutor, part tutor, part tour, part tutor, <laughs> part tour in a while. No, in we haven't. While. We've been keeping our shit together, keeping it short, sweet, and to yeah. the point. Yeah, short, sinister, and to the point. Short, sinister, and to the point. So, so, welcome to spooky season, officially, guys. We have Libras coming up next. So, yep. if you're a Libra, leave a comment. We want to know. Your so we can block secret. you. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, uh, stay sinister, y'all. Bye.